This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, May 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's state lines. Bill to ban chlorpyrifos dies. DPR hints of more bans to come and Purdue reviewing trade aid options. A bill to ban chlorpyrifos dies in committee. The Senate Appropriations Committee yesterday withheld from voting on SB 458, which would have immediately banned chlorpyrifos. The committee was required to decide on all fiscal bills by the end of the week. Holding the bill in committee excludes it from a future vote on the Senate floor. Many bills are typically held in committee without a vote and without explanation. Keep in mind, Cal EPA is still undergoing the two-year process for canceling the pesticide announced last week. Also mourning a non-passing Senate Bill 669 failed to pass committee. The bill proposed a safe drinking water fund supported with money from the General Fund and the Greenhouse Gas Reduction Fund. The safe drinking water bill backed by the Ag Council, SB 200, passed instead. Several bills relating to ag will also die in committee, and they include AB 343 on transportation subsidies for biomass energy companies and helping to reduce wildfires, AB 448 on water rights to stock ponds, AB 557 forecasting atmospheric rivers, AB 637 on the water board and safe drinking water, AB 958 on a pilot grant program for organic farmers supplying school lunches, AB 986 on a grant program to preserve farmland and make it accessible to disadvantaged farmers, AB 1156 methane, dairy and livestock, pilot financial mechanisms, the environmental credit insurance program, and AB 1224 on paid family leave. Records broken. The Assembly did save a few bills by stretching them into two-year bills for the first time, as did the Senate committee. With 721 bills, Assembly appropriations heard 153 more than this time last year, and more than this committee has heard in at least a decade, according to the chair. A sign? While both appropriations committees held these lightning rounds of voting, Lightning literally struck the building of the California Farm Bureau Federation. The explosion briefly disabled power and set off car alarms. Well, with chlorpyrifos gone, state is likely to ban other, quote, toxic pesticides. Acting Director Teresa Marks said the Department of Pesticide Regulations will look at more of the toxic pesticides we currently have in use, like organophosphates, carbamates, and fumigants. Marks was in front of the Assembly speaking at a budget subcommittee hearing this week. The department was requesting $2.3 million for a task force and research into alternatives for chlorpyrifos. She plans for a very diverse group to look at where we are on the state of the science now, where we are on chlorpyrifos alternatives worldwide, and how can we build on what to bring these safer, less toxic alternatives to the fields. She promised an expedited registration process for those new alternatives. If successful, she said, the department will request funding in the next budget year to continue that program for other toxic pesticides. On the specialty crops, the Department of Food and Agriculture, CDFA, was also requesting a $3.5 million toward uh, programs that may also bring alternatives. But a word of caution came from Kevin Mashihara, the Deputy Secretary of Administration and Finance. 
The lower amount of acreage for specialty crops means less financial incentive for manufacturers to invest in products. He added, even if it would be less impactful to the environment and might even be more efficacious to the growers. USDA Fast Tracks Trade Aid Package Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue arrived back from his trip to South Korea and Japan yesterday and headed straight to USDA headquarters where his lieutenants have put together options for a new 15 to $20 billion trade assistance package, government officials tell AgriPulse. Purdue may not have gotten much time yesterday to study those proposals because he dashed off to attend a Rose Garden speech on immigration by President Trump. But as soon as Purdue is satisfied with a plan that officials say will be broader and more inclusive than the previous $12 billion package, he'll be taking it over to the White House for final approval. Now, separately, USDA is working with congressional appropriators on provisions that could be added to a disaster aid package that the Senate is likely to consider next week. Sources say the provisions would increase the amount of money USDA can spend through the Commodity Credit Corporation, the source being used to make both direct payments and commodity purchases. Senate Appropriations Chair Richard Shelby of Alabama confirmed that trade aid provisions were being discussed as a part of the disaster aid talks, although he wouldn't discuss details. He said the broader negotiations over the aid bill do remain on track. Groups pushing changes to MFP. Some farm groups are lobbying USDA for modifications to the market facilitation program that USDA developed last year to make direct payments to producers. USDA has been under criticism from some groups for the payment rates and the fact that payments were based on farmers' actual production in 2018. Critics say that was unfair to producers whose yields were lower than usual for 2018. The Texas-based Southwest Council of Agribusiness says in a letter to Secretary Purdue, the next round of payments should be based on a farm's recent history of acres that were either planted or prevented from being planted. Letter also argues that payment rates should take into account the indirect effects of trade disruptions on commodities and not just the direct impacts. Iraq drought could spur more imports of U.S. rice. Water scarcity is so severe in Iraq that the government is prohibiting rice farming, a situation that could benefit U.S. exporters. It's according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Iraq is now expected to import 1.3 million metric tons of rice in the 1920 market a year. That's 50,000 tons more than in 2018-19 and 150,000 tons more than the year before that. Iraq hasn't purchased U.S. rice in several months, but the government is planning to hold a new 30,000-ton tender for only U.S. rice soon. That according to the USA Rice Federation. Iraq imports of U.S. rice for the 18-19 marketing year estimated at 180,000 tons, up from 150,517 according to the Foreign Agriculture Service. Finally, here's today's He Said It. One thing we've learned very recently as we've unfurled this process is there are a lot of different types of farms and a very diverse band of farms, sizes, complexity, and types of crops grown. 
There's even regionally specific things that have to be addressed. That's CDFA Deputy Secretary Kevin Mashahara describing the new inspections for the Food Safety Modernization Act. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, May 17th. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.